All right, Victor, just shake Andrew's hand twice. But welcome to... Oh, man, y'all was snoozing a little bit. It's all right, worship be like that. You be like, man, you're out of the presence. You don't even know. Like, sometimes I come out of my room, and my dad's like, you want food? And I'm like, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me. You know, you're just in the presence. You don't even know what you're saying. Of course I want food. But yeah, so welcome to... Elevate. Elevate. What, what? What, what? This side. Elevate. I reversed it, reversed it, reversed it. Oh, I was on the quicks. All at once. All at once. <laughs> As you can tell, I do not do orchestra. I cannot coordinate anything. I can barely coordinate uh, my shoelaces. So, but welcome to Elevate. You know, we meet at uh, 7 p.m. on Saturday. Dang, I was loud. Who said that? Thank you, Joseph. What day did we meet? At what time? 7 p.m. Thank you, because if you're here at 7 a.m., listen, I'm going to be knocked out and be sleeping, or I'm going to be waking up for work, one of those. I'm not going to be waiting for you guys. So if I see Jeremiah, he's a radical. He ditches school, goes to elevate. I'm going to be like, listen, I'm going to rebuke you first and foremost, but then I'm going to be like, don't you know it's at 7 p.m.? But anyway, we are in Elevate, and we have been in a series, this sermon series. And if actually, Oscar, if you could pull the slide from Facebook and put it up there real quick. We are in a sermon series, and it's called He Gives, right? How many of you guys have been learning something uh, this last sermon, uh, this sermon series? How many, how many of you guys have learned some stuff? How many of you guys have been refreshed with some stuff? So here's the thing. I've been refreshed just studying, understanding what God gives. And that's a big thing because, like, we're, you know, we're in the season of giving, right? Like, it's Christmas, right? It's not Halloween still, right? We're not giving scares, but we're giving gifts. We're giving presents. How many of you guys got me a present? Well, as funny as I am, there's two people raising their hand, and I know they're not lying, right? They got me a present, so RJ, you can. All right, well, we'll think about that. You know, I am glad to have you, though, Marco. You're, you're appreciated. You are a present. You are like a present. Every time I see you, I get happy. But you're already unwrapped, right? You're not wrapped yet. Unless you're wrapping, then you're wrapped. But here's the thing, right? Everybody is expecting the present. I know you guys are privileged, and, you're, you know, your parents are, like, really, really wealthy, and they give you two PS4s for Christmas and stuff. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So here's the thing, right? We're all expecting this. We're not really thinking about giving people, but some of us are. But, but what we're understanding is that God gives. And today we're going to be talking about how God gives. He gives purpose. Now, we learned the first week in this series that God gives all he owns. As in he owns everything and he gives us everything because anything we stand on, talk about, think about, whatever, it's from the mind that we have, God given us. God owns everything. He's given it to us. We learned the next sermon series that he gives us all we need. 
gives us all we need. So we, we learned that sermon series that Jesus, right, is the ultimate gift. And, and, and then also, like, we are given godliness, and that's really all we need for living. Now, here's the thing. Today, we're going to be talking about how God gives purpose. And here's the thing. Purpose is important, right? So a stove, is it good for driving or is it good for cooking? Cooking, right? So when you all of a sudden get inside your stove and you're like, let's put it up, let's go. I'm trying to go 60 on a 40, but then all of a sudden you burn alive, you're, you understand that that's an oven, that's a, that's a stove and all that, you know, that's, that's not meant for driving, right? It has a purpose, okay? So when, uh, when like, because I, you know, I've seen like, I don't know, I've, I used to watch these cartoons like Cat Dog. Anybody ever used to watch Cat Dog? I mean, they were always confused, like, what's the purpose of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, do I eat cat food? Do I eat dog food? You know, actually, I don't even want to get into, like, what they eat and, like, how, what happens after they eat, because, like, I always thought about that. Don't want to think about it, but whatever. Let's just rewind. Okay, so things have a purpose, and without purpose, no one would know how to live. No one would know how to function, right? So you don't randomly see, like, uh, like Lawrence, right? He gets on the drums, and all of a sudden, he starts barking, like, woof, woof. Like, he understands that's not his purpose as a human. You know, he doesn't go around, you know, just wagging his leg like it's his tail or whatever. He's not a dog. That's not his purpose, okay? Uh, you don't see someone in a, in a helicopter trying to, like, slice, uh, you know, like, like, you know, food or whatever, like, with the propellers and everything. Like, no, you understand that's not its purpose. So everything has a purpose, but so many of us try to find our purpose, and we end up not finding and we feel a lack of fulfillment. We don't understand why we're alive. And you see this a lot with people that, you know, commit suicide or people that are in despair, depressed. They don't know what they're doing with their life, really, but instead they just kind of go on living with emotions. They don't understand their purpose. I was speaking to a kid about a week ago, about a week ago, and he basically said that he had no purpose. And he said that so confidently. But then I'm like, why are you in this van? Why are you going to school? Why? So, you know, he, this guy was thinking he didn't have a purpose, but he was doing all these things. He was lost in the motions. But here's the thing is that we actually do have a purpose, and it's one of the things God gives. So what does God give? He gives us purpose. But it's not just any, uh, any ordinary purpose. He gives us a purpose greater than anything found on earth. See, his purpose is aligned with his very self. So it's greater than anything we can find in this world. If we could turn to Ecclesiastes 3, 1, 8, 1 through 8, and I, I want to I be very clear what I'm saying with you guys. It says, uh, I, I want to I wanna help you guys understand that purpose, without him, there is no purpose. But with, with, for anything. So without him, there's purpose for nothing. But with him, there's purpose for everything. Purpose for everything. Everything in your life has a purpose when it comes to God. Then I want you guys to understand, right, that only in him can you find purpose. He's the only one that can give you your purpose. Then thirdly, his purpose, right, he gives us his purposes, not our own. So understand this, that in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8, there is a purpose for everything. Now, where it says time, I want you guys to say purpose, because that's basically what it's saying uh, in a season. It's basically saying there's a purpose for everything. There's a time and it's place for everything. So there is a for everything in a season, for every activity under the heavens, okay? And this is real poetic. I really think this is really super dope. I would honestly put this on my fridge. I would put it on my fridge, okay? So let's read, all right? We're at Ecclesiastes 3, 1, 8. 
1 through 8, it is the book you probably never open to. And if you do open, in, open to it, you'll probably start questioning life and meaning. And then you find out it's been Jesus, right? How many, how many of you guys have read this book before? Ecclesiastes. How many of you have just like been on your bed like, what the heck did I just read? Like, this is in the Bible. This is truly in the Bible. What am I doing? But yes, this is this book. So right here in verse 2, it says, a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sue, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Clap your hands, man. That is, man, there is some awesome stuff in the Bible. I mean, that's like, that's a whole, bar, that's like 16 bars right there. Let's make a track, but that's also real deep. So, Right here in, in the second verse, we understand that there's, there's purpose being given here. That there's a time to be born and there's even a time to die. A time to plant and what pl to pluck up what is planted. Basically what it's saying, in everything, in everything there is purpose. So in every season of your life, in every moment of your life, in every single drop of water that drips, there is not one thing. That does not have purpose. Now, I want to make it very specific. There's not one thing in your life that does not have purpose. There's not one moment in your life that does not have purpose. But here's the thing. If you were to deny God, would there still be purpose? Would there still be purpose? When I was talking to that young man yesterday, he was, an, he, I mean, last week, he was an atheist agnostic type dude that means basically he doesn't believe there's a god or he doesn't really know if there's a god and here's the whole thing when you deny god you deny purpose you deny your very reason for living i reference uh you know just just atheists themselves they say you know what we don't have purpose i want you to understand when your teacher is saying evolution is true and that there's no god what they're saying is there's really no purpose let me help you understand that because a lot of you guys are looking at me like, nah, that ain't right. Okay, so let's say there was nothing, but then all of a sudden, randomly out of nowhere, two atoms, right, they came together and there was heat and there was water. It collided, made an explosion of heat, and then all of a sudden, boom, the Big Bang. After the Big Bang, right, there was just this rock, and this rock was hit by another rock, creating the, uh, the, the, the atmosphere that we call Earth, and its atmosphere and the moon, and then all of a sudden, right, the chemicals started forming and bubbling up, and then bacteria, then that started bubbling up, and then that bubbled up, and the waters bubbled up, and everything was just bubbling and fizzing, and so basically, there's this little fish, and the fish is swimming around, and like the fish is like, you know, just swimming, you know, just like Nemo, right? Then all of a sudden, it starts growing legs, and it starts walking, I don't know how, right? This is evolution. But then after he starts walking, it's like, you know what? Let me start like growing hands and start throwing stuff. Then after that, it becomes a mammal, then the mammal, then the mammal becomes a human. And really, it's like, where do you distinguish their purpose? What, what is the purpose? Like, it, like, what's the point? Why can't I just come in here, right? And just like, you know, say, you know what? The, like Thanos, you ever seen the Thanos movie? Well, like, how is he wrong? He was just trying to help the population, 
Anyone who's seen the Avengers, Thanos literally snapped it. The world stopped existing. No, it's Thanos. It's Thanos, trust me. It's not Thanos. It's Thanos. Thanos. If it is Thanos, I, I'm sorry. But here's the thing, right? What is the problem with that? If literally we're just chemicals fizzing up, I'm no different than a monkey. Well, what, what do monkeys do? What do lions do? They kill each other. They murder each other. They survive. That's their purpose. It's just to survive. What's the problem with racism then? Did you know that when your, son, your, your, your teachers, they say that evolution is, is true, you know what they're essentially saying? Is that some humans are more evolved than other humans. That's basically what they're saying. Because guess what? It, you know, and they try to make all these theories to, to, to talk about it. But that's what true people, they, they're consistent. They're like, well, you know what? I don't believe there's a God. There is no purpose. So what I see is the only thing that's real. Therefore, like this human and this group of humans, they look less appealing than me. They're less civilized than me. So you know what? They must not be as human as I am. That's what actually catapulted evolution. That, I mean, uh, slavery and, and even, you know, segregation was that black people were not as human. You know, Mexicans were not as human, right? Latinos, they were a little less human. They, all these things that they thought because they felt like they were more evolved. Now, that's what happens when you literally say there's no God. Then you also say there's no reason to live. If there's no reason to live, why are we alive? That, that means, right, man, you know, if I just kill myself, it's okay. Hey, you know, it doesn't matter how many people I'm leaving behind. I just want to snap it, end it off. There's no purpose anymore. So when you say there is no God and you deny him, let's say you deny, you say he exists, but you deny following him, you're, you're not just denying like the Bible. You're denying your whole purpose of living. You're denying it all. But is there still purpose? Yes. The truth is still the truth, whether you try to make it look like a lie and dress it up almost like it's, it's false. The truth is still the truth. God is still God. There's still a purpose for every one of you here. God still loves you very deeply. He still has a, pur- a purpose for your life. That's the truth no matter what. No matter if you believe it right now or you don't. The truth is this. God has given us a purpose. So here's the thing. People do have purposes because God has given everyone on earth from the cripple to the athlete purpose. So that means I don't care, right? Well, I do care about cripples. But if you are a cripple, you still have purpose on this earth. If you're an athlete, you still have purpose on this earth. God still gives us purpose. Still, without a doubt, gives us purpose. With that being said, right? How do we find this purpose? How do we actually find our purpose for living, for this life on earth? Many people, they search everywhere for their purpose. They, they, look, they, look, they look to religion. They, they, look to, uh, they look to school. They look to friends. They look to trends. They look to everything, but they never quite find what they're looking for. They never find their purpose for living. This is actually one of the biggest debates in philosophy with the smartest people. They can't answer this simple question. Why are we here? Is there purpose on this earth? Like, they can't answer it. Literally, it's like the most simple question. You ask a five-year-old, they'll give their best you know, answer. They'll be like, you know, like, hey, Tommy, what's your, what's your purpose? Why are you here? You know, I'm just trying to please mama. I'm just trying to do good. You know, get good grades. They'll say something, right? But the greatest minds, right, supposedly, they can't answer this question. They have to be consistent. 
How do I know I have a purpose? Who gives it to us? Well, I've already given you the answer really quick, but you guys don't have to leave right now. God gives us the, the, the purpose, and he gives us a greater purpose for anything on earth. If you could go to Psalm 5, verse 3. So many people, right, they're like, I'm going to find my purpose. I'm going to put my hope in this. I'm going to put my hope in that. I'm going to align myself with this. You know, that's why we got so many people that do, like, civil rights and everything, you know? We got a lot of people that don't understand anything in the world, but yet they think they can tell people what's right and what's wrong. But then we have people that's telling them what's right. Everybody's having their purpose, you know, and, you know, it's like, who's right? Who actually has the greatest hope? Who actually has a greater purpose? You know, is it, is it you know, is it the alt-right? Have you guys ever heard of the alt-right, the really racist people that are, they like say everyone needs to be white and everything and that white people are more involved? Or is it, you know, Black Lives Matter, right? Or is it the people who believe in pro-abortion or is it the people who believe in pro-life? Like, these, there's so many people who are aligning with these things. Or, you know, let's take it like with sports. Is it Bears fans? Do they have a greater purpose, you know? Or now Laker fans, they got LeBron. If they vote for that, if they go for that team, you know, they're going to have a greater hope. You know, we, so we have all these purposes we align ourselves with. But this is what the Bible says about putting our hopes in things. It says, no one who hopes in you. Who's the you? No, 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 no. So it says, no one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. If I put my hope in Julian that he'll stay off his phone, I'm going to be put to shame. If I put my hope in any of you guys, the truth is, I'm going to be put to shame. If you put your hope in me, guess what? You're going to be put to shame. I'm going to disappoint you. I'm going to make you feel bad sometimes. Matter of fact, you might think, man, I thought Joby was better in basketball. He talks out of stuff. When I took him with my friends to preach, he got busted in basketball, and they didn't want to hear him anymore. And then you're like, oh, man, I put my hope in you. Ah, you know, do not put your hope in anyone. When it says you, it's literally talking about God. This is someone speaking to God. He says, no one who hopes in who? Where it says you, I want you to talk about who they're talking about. So say who they're talking about. No one who hopes in God will ever be put to shame. Then they continue to say, but shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause, evil without cause. But let's focus on that. No one who hopes in God will ever be put to shame. Now, here's the thing with purpose. It's often aligned with hope. You have a purpose in your life, and you hope that you see it come through. You hope, hey, man, this purpose is real. It's genuine. I hope it comes through. Like, like get, think about this. Hitler had a purpose, and he hoped, hey, it's going to come through. He wanted an Aryan race. He said, you know what? I want everyone to be blonde hair, blue-eyed, even though I have dark hair and I'm partial, part Jew. He had a purpose. His hope failed. You know, even this, even this. Uh, Gandhi, right? Gandhi, you know, we always think about, I don't know if you guys, when I was in class, man, or when I was in high school and grammar school, they would always throw like Gandhi at us. They would have little pictures of him and stuff like that. Who, who's, the, who's the person that uh, is like, the, your teacher's always talking about, like, look up to him. Who's the, who's the guy? Okay, I heard Benjamin Franklin. Barack Obama, Barack Obama, there you go, Barack Obama, right? He's a classy guy. TJ, TJ hasn't been to school four years, but, well, he's an SUM. I meant, like, he hasn't been to high school. He's an SUM. Well, he hasn't been to high school in four years. I didn't mean, like, I love you, TJ. He... No, I did not mean that. I meant he hasn't been to high school. But the whole thing is, right, whether it be Barack Obama or whatever, you put your hope in them, you're going to be put to shame. If your purpose aligns with their purpose, guess what? It's going to fall short. It's not going to work out. You're going to be put to shame. So the whole thing is God created us on purpose for a purpose. So, 
that only God can give you a purpose because he created us on purpose for a purpose. In Genesis 2, he created all of mankind, right? Adam and Eve, right? And in them, he had basically made all of mankind. And he basically said, you know, I want you to tend the garden. I want you to take care of what I have. I want you to worship me. Be, be, have a relationship with me. I want you to be fruitful and to multiply. That was their purpose for all of mankind. Be fruitful and multiply. And I think we've seen what God's purpose looks like in mankind. You know, how many people know that, you know, like there's a billion people in China. They were fruitful and they multiplied. Amen? Amen? How many of you guys come from a family that got more than six people in them, like brothers or sisters? Amen. Your parents, they were fruitful and they multiplied. That's it, right? We take over. And it's not disgusting. It's just real life. I mean, that's just how it is. God made us like that. But here's the thing. God created us to be fruitful multiply. That was our purpose. Now, here's the thing. We lost track of that purpose. We, we disobeyed God. Now, how does mankind now all of a sudden regain their purpose? How does it happen? How do we say, hey, you know, God, I want to know my purpose for living and why I'm here. But, you know, like all I see is like, you know, Kylie Jenner and, and you know, LeBron James and, and Chris Brown. That was when I used to look up to Chris Brown when I was little before all that stuff happened. But here's the thing, right? You know, all we see are like people doing the opposite of God, and they're saying they're happy. That's their purpose. That's their purpose. Their purpose seems happy. So why not, if I want to have a good purpose, right, say my purpose is their purpose. So a lot of times we see people, they try to be their best to be better than MJ or whatever. Like we see like NBA athletes, even them, like understand, the richer you get don't mean you got more, you got less problems or less confusion. I mean, we have a person in our church who literally I mean, he, he's, he's in there. Like, he owns a restaurant. He talks to some of the, the best celebrities. And he tells us in a meeting, he's like, listen, don't look up to these people. They're lost. They're lost. They are confused. It's like, and it made it seem like they didn't know their purpose. I mean, these people got money. They got a dream. They got a career. They got probably women, men, whatever they wanna, they're interested in right nowadays. And yet they still are lost. They're still depressed. They still feel like they haven't fulfilled anything. But here's the thing, we don't find our purpose by looking to them, by looking to our family, by looking to ourselves. Where do we find our purpose? It's given to us by God. If we can go to Romans 12, verse 2. Everybody say, His will. His will. Romans 12, 2, please. So in Romans 12, 2. Basically, Paul is, is talking about his will, and he's saying, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, his perfect and pleasing will. So the whole thing is, right, his will for what? For us. For us. His purpose for us. And here's the thing, right? It says not to conform. That means not to follow the patterns of this world. So a lot of us think, man, our pattern, you know, like we're trying to live. We're trying to find our purpose. Well, man, I mean, this person seems happy. He's just thinking about getting money. Let me just get money. Oh, this girl seems happy. I mean, she gets drunk on the weekends all the time. Let me just get drunk, drunk on the weekends every time. Oh, this dude's happy. He just tries to pull every female he sees in sight. Let me try to do that. Oh, man, this, these two dudes look happy. They're always laughing and giggity. They just play Fortnite all day. That must be my purpose. You know, so, so literally, we are just trying to find whatever we feel like we fit in, and then we say that's our purpose. That's our purpose. 
Heck, I want you guys to even think about this. Please, if, I, if you guys can pay attention. Your very personality, your, the very way you dress, everything about you, it really did not come from you. You're the things you're into, the music you like. You, you hung around people that influenced you to think this way, to act this way. But yet you began to adopt it to yourself over time. Like, this is who I am. This is my purpose. I am to do this. I am that. And we don't even know who we are anymore. Because the truth is, if you have no purpose, you don't even know who you are. What's the point of living, right? So we, we're trying to find it. We're finding it in the wrong place. But right here, it makes it very simple on how to find your purpose. How to find your purpose. It says, do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That means, listen, right? Your mind has to be made new. You got to stop thinking the same way. You got to stop acting the same way, following the world and then thinking like them. So the whole world is going this way and they have thoughts that are over here. You got to now say, okay, no, that's not the right way. Let me go this way and have my thoughts over here. You see what God who God is. He's holy. Holy means to be separate. He's not following the patterns of this world. Your purpose, because he created you, is found in him. It's not gonna, then it's not going to be found in the world. So a lot of you guys are so caught up with catching a boo. Like, you see, like I'm telling you, social media. Like, you see social media, and you're like, dang, this person's booed up already. I got to get myself booed up. What am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm wasting time. I'm only 17. I'm going to die soon. I got to get booed up, right? We're thinking, okay, I got to rush it. I got to rush it. I got I to gotta get a boo. You know, that's my purpose. And literally, you don't even know sometimes what is your purpose. Like, but then that's your purpose. So, like, when I was in high school, guys, all they did was talk about was getting a female, how they were going to trick her into thinking they loved her, and then, bam, cuff her, and then leave her after. That's what they talk about. I'm sorry, ladies. That's what guys talk about a lot. That's just the truth. If you didn't know that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break your heart, man. That's just how it is. He's not that charming. I mean, sure, he may be handsome, be 6'3", but hey, he ain't got no plans with you. But the truth is, we don't understand that, that that becomes our purpose. Even school becomes our purpose for living. Then when we graduate, right, we don't even know what to do. Then we go into career. Once we, once we got into the point of the career we want to be at, we're like, dang, what's my purpose? Okay, let me just get a family. Once we have a family, we're like, dang, what's my purpose? I thought this was my purpose. I thought this was my purpose. All because we're following the patterns of the world that says this is your purpose. This is what you're made for. This is what you're for. But we never go to God. And here's the thing. If we have a renewed mind, not only are we, it's not like, you know, God just wraps it up in a present and says, purpose. You know, I try to get high, but my throat's been hurting. Purpose. And then, like, lights come down and, and like, like that, right, Jeremiah? Almost like you a little bit, right? So here's the thing. It's not like God all of a sudden just gives us a gift, a gift wrap that says purpose. But no, we're able to, after renewed mind, transformed, we're able to look at our life and we're able to test and approve what God, God's will is in every moment, in every situation. We're able to know what God's will is. And we know, right, because the scripture tells us that God's will is good, it is pleasing, and it is perfect. It is perfect for your life. If you're trying to say you have another purpose, it is not good, it is not pleasing, it is not perfect. If you're saying your purpose is outside of God, it is not good, it is not pleasing, it is not perfect. God's perfect purpose is perfect. And it's greater than anything you can imagine.
I want you to understand this is right. This is where humans are longing for. This is what people desire. They want purpose. They want meaning. But it's only found in one person. That is God. So have you tried to find a purpose outside of God? Have you been trying? Have you come here tonight thinking your purpose was to do makeup videos the rest of your life? I know some girls like that. Where they don't care about Jesus, but they get so excited for makeup tutorials. Like, girl, like, you sound crazy. You are literally putting, like, stuff on your face, and you think that it actually has purpose in this world. Now, if you do that to the glory of God, but that ain't your purpose. What kind of purpose is that? Some people, their purpose is all about them. I know some people that have left this church simply because they think it's all about money. And they know that if they follow Jesus, it ain't about money. So they're going to rack it up, rack it up, rack it up, racks on racks on racks. And you know they're going to do it. They're going to do it, right? But then they're going to get to the point, that same book, Ecclesiastes, you know what it says? It says, you will never be satisfied with money because you will never have enough. That's one of the first things it says in that book. They will understand, man, my purpose can't be money, money because I seem to never have enough. It never fills me. There's no fulfillment. But God gives us that fulfillment. He gives us that purpose. So have you tried to find purpose outside of God? How, and have you had any success? Because I'm telling you right now, I tried. I tried to find purpose out of God. But listen, I, you know, I, I understood. I was like, man, you know, if I, if I get this amount of money, right, like, literally, I might want more. I, I, you know, and it's not because I was a smart kid. I just understood, like, dang, like, what's the point of me even being here? Like, what's the point? I'm, a, I'm in high school. I mean, I, don't got, I haven't signed any applications to college. I mean, this is just, like, there's no hope for me. There's no purpose for me. There's none. And I would try it in sports. I would try it in friends. I mean, like, a lot of us, we escape to video games because we feel like that's another reality. We feel like, man, dude, I can exist here, and I can, I can get some joy here. And like all of us, we hoping that, dude, that's, that's so many people. But guess what? No purpose is found outside of God. I remember going to, uh, to this prayer meeting that we're going to called IHOP. If you're going to IHOP, make some noise. A lot of you guys are going to IHOP. I didn't even know. Oh, one thing. I'm sorry. I said IHOP. So this is funny. There's this place called the International House of Prayer that spells out IHOP. So, like, the whole thing is, right? I ain't talking about pancakes. My purpose was not found at IHOP, eating pancakes with butter. You know, it's good. I like IHOP. No, it was found at this worship. Well, it was, it, I was at a worship conference, and I was, you know, I had been saved, and God had begun to speak to me and, and show me, like, my point of really living, that, that I had hope. And he does give hope to the hopeless. Amen. Amen? Well, guess what? Right there, I remember some lady. I never experienced this before. Uh, she just randomly went up to me. And she's like, I have a word for you. And I was like, like, what? And then she's like, you're in the darkness. And I'm like, what? And she's like, you're in the corner. You're huddled up and you're scared. I'm like, why are you scared? You know? and, and then she begins to say, you feel like you have no purpose. You have no hope. But God is there for you. He is like a lion defending you. He will give you purpose. And I remember that. And I'm like, dang, what the heck? And then she just dipped on me. And I was like, this place is weird, but true. I mean, I'm in it. I'm feeling it. But So at that point, God began to speak to me that I did have a purpose. And here's the thing. What exactly is this purpose? And if you can't find it outside of God, what happens when you find it in God? So if we can go to Ephesians 3, 10 through 12, his purpose is big. Everybody say big. Say grande. Grande. Say it like that. Grande. 
Say gigante. Gigante. I do know that word. So, right? It is huge. I'm talking about it's bigger than the world. Matter of fact, it's bigger than time. It says right here in Ephesians 3, 10 through 12, his intent was now that through the church, everybody say through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal what? Eternal what? That he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. If you can go back to that. This is crazy. So it's bigger than the world. It's, it's, it's talking about from heaven to earth, everything that God has ever created. This has been his purpose. And God was intentional about it. It's not evolution. It's not a distant God. This God had intent. He was intentional. He had purpose in giving this purpose. And you know what he wanted to do? He wanted to share it with the church. God brings, gives his purpose. The same, the purpose that he had for creation, he now shares it with who? The church, us. That is insane. That's bigger than any sports team. Like That's bigger than any, any school. That's bigger than anything I can ever think of. That The God of the universe wants to share the purpose of his creation with us. And it's not just so like, you know, we can be happy, but no, like literally all of heaven, all of heaven, all the angels, all the angels, they're watching, they're looking, they're like, dang, this is God's plan. This is God's plan, not no stupid Drake song. This is God's plan. The angels are stagged. They're going crazy. The wisdom of God, how unsearchable, the heights of God. God knows things that you wouldn't even think of, but yet he wants to share it through the church like that just blows my mind that blows my mind some of us are still caught up on what skins we can get in Fortnite when we get home and i just told you the god of the universe the living god wants to share his plan with you like that's insane that, that just that gives me purpose and that's where we get our purpose it's from him you see, nothing can ever stop this purpose. God is intentional about it. He's going to see it through. Nothing is going to stop this purpose. If we can go to Ephesians 1.11, he desired to include the church from Old Testament, from Genesis 1 to the last verse of Revelation. This is the purpose of God. In him we were also chosen, Ephesians 1.11, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out Everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if right now you are depressed, you are suicidal, you are stuck in sin. You repent right now. He will work out everything for the good of his will. You see, his purpose cannot be stopped. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter where you've come from. It doesn't matter where you've been at. It doesn't matter what you've been thinking your purpose was in this world. Once you come to God... Once you come to God, because he chose you, he wanted to give you this gift. He was waiting, waiting to this moment to give you this gift. You'll be reunited with the purpose you were supposed to be created with. And it will feel right. It will, it will literally drive your whole life. What exactly is this purpose? If we can go back to the Ephesians 3, uh, 10 through 12. What exactly was this purpose? Well, 
God should be made known. Period. Not only to the rulers, it, it speaks about here the heavenly realms, but God should be made known. When you look in the Bible, you'll see that over and over, that we are to know God, to know his power, to know his purpose and his plan, to know him. You know him, you know your purpose. See, God wants him, himself, to be known by you and to be known by others. That's your purpose, is that you are included with that plan. You want to introduce people to your, your club, right? Like you got, a, you got an anime club. You know, no, I'm joking. I watch anime. I'm not even going to roast them, dude. <laughs> so you introduce people to your anime club like, oh, man, dude, this is Naruto. This is, this is Dragon Ball. This is, you know, uh, this is Hero Academia, whatever, you know. You're like, man, dude, this is my stuff, man. This is my purpose. They ain't going to do nothing for them. You introduce your friend who just got PS4 for Christmas. Let me show you Fortnite, bro. Be amazed. Be amazed. Say, what is that? What is that compared? I'm sorry, but that purpose is stupid. Oh, man, hey, yo, you should join the sports team. I remember every time in high school, freshman year, if you're in eighth grade, be ready for this, especially if you're short and skinny. You're going to be like, hey, man, join wrestling, man. You'll love wrestling. You'll love wrestling, man. Come on. Come on, join wrestling. And they're like, look at the wrestling team, a bunch of sweaty guys and stuff like that. But they wanted me to get in line with his purpose. But then here's God, and he's saying, look at all of creation. Look at my wisdom. I want to be known. That's your purpose. Like, what, what is the comparison? What is the comparison? What, why is there confusion with some of you guys here? You guys who believe, why are you confused about your purpose? Why are you confused about your reason of still being here? If we can go to the last verse, and if everyone can stand up, please. Stephanie, if you could come up to the, to the mic. And, and how do we see this, this, this purpose come through? Is it dependent on ourselves? Did we have to earn this purpose? No, again, it was given. It was given. You see, to him, through the faith in him, we may approach the God. Go to the verse before that. I'm sorry. Go to the... Uh, see. It was given to us. It was accomplished. It says, according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Pause there. According to whose eternal purpose? Whose purpose? Was it just a temporary purpose? Did it just stop happening when you stopped going to elevate? No, it is eternal. Listen, I'm telling you this right now. This purpose is so big. I'm telling you, Melody is going to drop dead. Right? Julian's going to drop that. I will drop that. Brandon will drop that. And this purpose will still keep going on. It's a lot bigger than yourself. And a lot of us, we want that. Don't even lie. We want that. We want to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. We like community. We want to be influenced or whatever. You know, we want some kind of light on us and stuff. But there's no bigger purpose than his eternal purpose. So here's the thing, if you go to the last verse, right? It was accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now with this purpose, in Him through faith, in Him we may, have a, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I want to encourage all of you, all of you, if you do not know your purpose. Matter of fact, let me take it back. If you do not know God, if you do not know God, I want you to do what this says. In Him through faith, have faith. And approach him. If I can have my altar workers up, please. 
Have faith. Approach God. He is ready to give you purpose. He is ready to give you life, but you need to know him. You need to stop conforming with the patterns of this world. And man, listen, this is what you look like when you, when you have purpose, right? The same things that used to get you depressed, you're, you're reminded of the purpose you have. The same things that used to stress you out and have anxiety about, you're reminded of the purpose that you have. Oh, you feel lost and confused and you know, you, you, your parents are getting divorced. You know, your, your, your grades, it's getting hard to maintain them, but you're reminded of the purpose that you have. See, we are known by God, and we know God. Now we introduce others to God. That's our purpose. There's no greater purpose. In all of eternity, there will never be, nor has there, or there, has there ever have been, a greater purpose. Never. Never. So if you guys can bow your heads and close your eyes. I'm not going to pray just yet, but I want you guys to reflect. Think about this. Do you know God? Do you know God? If you don't, this altar calls for you because God, he sent his son to be made for so he could be made known. Jesus came so the father may be known so that God may have relationship with you. All of Jesus' purpose on earth was so that man could, be, could know God. That's it. Jesus died on a cross, and he rose again. He is alive. Come know him. Talk to some of our altar workers. Now, if you do claim to be a believer, you claim to follow Jesus, but you've been stuck not knowing your purpose. You've been lost. You've been confused. You've been wandering around. You don't know what you're here for. This altar calls for you as well. Because I believe that God is going to reveal his purpose to you. How are you going to make him known to the nations? How are you going to make him known to your classmates? How are you going to make him known to your friends and to your family? How? God is going to reveal that to you tonight. You just have to ask. Approach him with faith, with confidence. So with all heads bowed down, with all hearts opened, Lord, I ask you, God, I ask you, Lord, that you would begin to speak to them. That, God, every word that was spoken, Lord, every word from your, your word, Lord, would begin to penetrate their heart, Lord, begin to touch their soul, that they would understand the meaning for their existence, the purpose for life. God, I pray for every, every individual here, Lord. I don't care if they've been going to church and they feel like they have their purpose. Lord, I pray that you would humble them and help them understand, listen, this is your purpose. Begin to speak to them as a father speaks to a child, Lord. Begin to walk them through. Help them test and approve what your will is, God. Holy Spirit, begin to help them understand that this life is only temporary, but your plan is eternal. Hallelujah, God. Move in their hearts. God, move in their minds. In Jesus' name, everybody come up if you do not know your purpose.